0: Bless you, my child.
1: Thanks, Papa.
2: Welcome to Chess Talk, oh, okay. no, episode one hundred and thirty.
0: How, how about not? No, no, not on that note.
2: Brittany, Raw, <laughs> Cody, here again.
0: <laughs> I've been exposed.
2: We're here to talk. Here to meme.
1: I regret everything I've ever done in my life.
2: That led you to this moment.
0: Uh-huh. Do you regret not buying in on the ground floor for garlic coin? Because I bet you do.
2: I'm kind not starting the podcast talking about garlic coin i'm sorry <laughs> we can <laughs> you just don't want to you're against it <laughs> i'm just gonna link to it okay that if you want to <laughs> see garlic coin there you go there's the subreddit
0: garliccoin.io signs get in there fucking
2: kill me so have you been brit how's your week been
1: i've been sick and i've had a sore neck so yeah
2: but you're more mobile this week as opposed to last podcast Yes. You're not confined to your chair like a.
1: No, I did 30 minutes of cardio today.
2: And you wanted to die.
1: Only because I had to go to the bathroom the really whole time. Really bad.
2: <laughs> so, that's all you've been up to?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> that's it. <laughs> bathroom and cardio.
1: I worked a lot. It's fine. I don't hate my life as much anymore.
2: Have you been playing games?
1: PUBG. It still sucks fix your game and i'll play it again
2: are you done
1: for a while maybe i don't know it's fun to play with like you guys but there's no point in playing when cheaters know exactly where i am at all times right yeah i'm just bored it's fun to play with friends because even if we lose we still had fun doing it
0: especially when i'm driving
1: something funny always happens when you're driving so yeah sure (laughs)
2: you may not find it funny at the moment but
1: oh no later i'll find it funny
2: so that's been your week <laughs> look
1: it. yeah that's it exciting yeah what have you been up to cody thanks for
2: asking <laughs> <laughs> jesus i thought you were gonna
1: ask rob next
2: no
0: i, I thought i was next. i feel offended. Yeah, you no
1: know, because
2: usually when i ask rob then we just like start getting into the topics
1: you want to be asked how you're doing sometimes.
2: Yeah, Cody. I'm
0: concerned. How are you doing it's today? Nice hearing at this entire week.
2: Thank you, Rob. It's actually been a busy week. I deal with collections. I don't want to get too much into that. I had to play games.
1: You had to play. I games. had <laughs> to play
2: games. Someone held a gun to his head. That was. That's all you could talk yeah, about. Fidget
1: spinner to your head.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those things go fast.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Diggle fans.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat as Brittany with PUBG. Like, I just don't care to play it. Maybe with like a full squad, but even then, just half the time, I just I'm over it. So I started playing other games. Started playing Fury again because I'm apparently I was pretty much done with the game. I had two bosses left, and the last boss is kind of a joke. And then I was going through the credits, and it's one of those credits where you can walk around and stuff. And then the credits ended. And then you're kind of, like, in an open world, kind of free roam type place. And there's this building. And I was like, oh, let me go to that and see what that's about. And I go to it, and, like, this cutscene just starts. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then eventually it just leads to another fucking boss fight. And I was like, (laughs) oh, my God, this game. And this is the hardest boss in the game. Like, I think I spent at least 30 minutes on it, and I still haven't beaten it. I almost threw my controller several times. I'll link to it in the fucking episode. It's just... I hate this game. I, I At this point, I just want to beat it so I can say I'm done with it. Like I can just have this boss and I have the DLC boss. And then I never have to touch this game again. It's a great game. I just. I play too many hard games like this and Cuphead and Dark Souls. And I was looking through my library and I was like, I need like a relaxing. Just I want to get like Stardew Valley or something. <laughs> something where I can just sit and farm and have a little garden. <laughs> That's all I fucking want to do. <laughs>
0: That sounds exciting. How is Stardew Valley is going to go multiplayer I, here, I so. know. I want to
2: get it then because Brittany already has it. But she hasn't played it yet. Uh-huh. So I want to get it when it goes multiplayer so Britt and I can play.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Like minecraft
2: mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Right, Britt? Yeah. Play games with me. How's the mining life?
0: Oh, you know, there's a lot of coal down there. Gotta wear a mask. It's rough. But
2: uh, we're making do.
1: Dough.
0: Make it. Oh. Oh. Let's see what you did there. I'll tell you guys now, so I haven't told anybody else. I uh, actually have a job offer. Oh, shit. But until June. Oh. So. Podcast
2: exclusive. Oh, is it the Starbucks thing?
0: Nope. Oh. Nope, one. Oh. So, But it'll be North Carolina. So,
2: Oh, no. Yeah. The one you didn't really want.
0: <laughs> I mean, all things considered, it's a job offer, so there's that. But we'll talk afterwards about the, the nuances of okay. it. But it's, I it's, mean, a, it. It feels good to, like, actually get an offer. Mm-hmm uh because I've, I've done a couple interviews where i've gotten like second interviews and just not got an offer so it's like hey I, i'm not dumb mm-hmm. i can do stuff i mean go school i mean i guess i'm not uh, not not dumb it's just i can i can talk mm-hmm.
2: pr- appropriately do you want to say like what field it's in
0: it's in software development slash software engineering so we got but a, i don't know get a rich boy. Exactly. <laughs> no <laughs> north carolina north carolina's uh, uh average pay rate is significantly lower than most other parts of the country that are developed technologically but the cost of living is industry.
2: dirt cheap i'm sure
0: no it's not oh. it's like this is the well we can get this later if we want to but this this is a uh, very uh challenging offer because there's a lot of like little nuances between okay. myself and my wife and and pay and all of okay it
2: yeah we can, we can get that after the podcast that's fine
0: yeah, but I'm excited. Congratulations. And nice been mining the garlic. And thank you, Cody. Um, that's about it. Yeah, nothing really crazy. Been playing a lot of Overwatch. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you and I played last night, and I was reminded why I don't really like playing. You has got to play a bit to get good at, like, to, to know all
0: the nuance of it. But well, it doesn't
2: matter how good I am if the four other people don't know what the fuck they're doing or just keep doing the oh, same thing sure. over and over. It's like, it, I can be the best Overwatch player ever, but if I have five people that. Don't want to push the goddamn point. How am I gonna win?
0: Yeah, that that last game was very frustrating. Cause I'm like, guys, just push the point. That's all you gotta you do. <laughs> you just can saying it for like
2: four minutes, and just people are like, I'm just gonna keep going up top and keep fighting people. And like, there's multiple points like you'd see uh, in that game where would, like someone would
0: be on it for a second and it would move a bunch because nobody was mm-hmm. there.
2: I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh my
0: gosh, yeah, I was like, queuing with people is better. Maybe you have friends, at least three people, and then it's like, okay, your odds mm-hmm. of winning are significantly higher. Plus, I yeah. was quick play. It doesn't really count as much.
2: And then I also played Fortnite. I forgot to talk about that. Oh yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even because I'm over the genre or something. It's just I think Fortnite plays very cartoony, and it's very light. I guess is not even aesthetically. Just how the game feels, like the physics and everything. Like it's hard to grasp when going from PUBG to Fortnite. And I don't like how the aiming is, because all the guns I got, there was no scope or anything. So it was all over the shoulder, kind of aiming, not through the scope. And the recoil seems kind of out of hand, and there's no way to put attachments on the gun. It just depends on what the gun comes with. There's just a much higher learning curve, and I thought with all my hours in PUBG, I wouldn't really have that. But I was just fucking... I felt so bad playing that game.
0: Yeah, I never really enjoyed Fortnite, because it doesn't feel tight in the same way, other games like CS:GO or PUBG kind of do, where the yeah. game gunplay is integral to the kind of mechanics of the game. And I feel like Fortnite relies too heavily on like the build mechanics and just being sneaky. And yeah. unless you're good, in which case you can snipe from a distance because they have a significant bullet drop for a lot of their guns. But generally, it doesn't feel like a. It feels like how third person in PUBG is like really cheap. But as an entire like, gameplay mechanic, like that's that's a, a quote unquote feature.
2: Yeah, every time I died, I was like, I just don't get how the way I'm playing is so much different than the way everyone else is playing. And every time I landed somewhere, someone was already there and already looting and had a gun before I could even really do anything. Just, I don't know if that's part of the learning curve or I was just that bad. I don't know. I don't know, Britt, you watched the Funhouse videos on it.
1: I don't have much to say about it. I have no interest in playing it,
2: Mm -hmm. even though it's free.
1: Yeah.
0: So, in a tangential commentary about Fortnite, Epic uh, just shuttered, or is going to be shuttering um, their other game they came out with last year, Mm -hmm. called Paragon. Mm -hmm. And something interesting interesting about it is that they're not going to just quit the game. They're actually giving full refunds to anybody who bought the game, Mm -hmm. which is kind of unique.
2: Yeah, I just don't think they expected Fortnite to blow up in the way that it did. Right. And so, they're like, well, that's where the money is, and it's super easy to make money on a game like that with all the crates, so... Let's just go full force on that. Sorry, other game.
0: Yeah, it's a similar effect to a lot of other games that, that start out like uh, as like single player focused, and they move to an like online um, ecosystem, and they do really well there. They kind of just would other? No, I don't say milk for for everyone, but I think that is a good way of increasing revenue by continually adding small bits of content with crates. Not sorry, not in the crates, but like alongside adding crates. Mm-hmm. It allows them to make money by also releasing content. You see that a lot with like GTA five, which is like Oh, high. I was
2: gonna say GTA five is like the best example of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because every year before GTA they were putting out one, maybe two video games, and since GTA five, they haven't put out a new game. Until Red Dead Redemption two, which comes out this year, right?
0: Uh let's find out. I'm I'm pretty sure it's it's like late this year, I think it's fall this yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. It says release date this year. Q one, Q two. So pretty soon.
2: Yeah, so it's like Games hit big and multiplayer, and the company sees how much money you can make, and it's like, all right, this is this is our game for the next couple of years.
0: Five years is a long time that I've been milking GTA, but I guess it's a it's a better avenue to have a like long term cohesive. I don't want to say storyline for GTA Online because that's not really the case, but a long term like online presence, like WoW, where you can continually cultivate your character and like different things you can do over periods of right. time. So smart i get it i just wish they'd have, uh, have another gta in the works
2: i'm sure they have now that they're working on red dead redemption 2 i'm sure gta 6 is in development to some extent
0: yeah. i'm just excited for GTA, the potential for gta 6 because of like each iterate each generation of gta games seem to have an, a groundbreaking appearance or theme or something in it that's very unique and pushes the envelope of what's capable of games like the scope of gta 5 is just immense Compared to other open world games,
2: Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm sure it'll be just more massive than we've ever seen before. Ready to talk music?
1: Sure. I don't have. I don't know what you want to say specifically about these things.
2: Well, I mean, just we could talk about the one song right away because you just watched it. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was interesting because I saw it at the gym, Mm -hmm. and I didn't. I wasn't able to listen to it, but I saw the music video, and it's the Chapel "Don't You Love Me" music video, and it's just so much breakfast
1: it made me really hungry
2: it's just all breakfast i was like what the fuck is happening in this and i saw that they were on rise records which yeah. is typically like a metalcore screamo yeah. scene core label and i was like why is this band on yeah. rise and so i listened and i was like this is actually really good
1: it's really poppy it's
2: really poppy mm-hmm. and it was just like catchy mm-hmm. i was like i like this and it
1: kind of sounds like a 1975
2: i sent it to eddie actually and i was like hey, I think you might like this. And he did. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it reminded me a lot of 21 Pilots. (laughs) Yeah. The one singer, drummer. Well, at least in that video, because Mm -hmm. they did have another. They had someone that did uh, bass and the keyboard and synthesizer, but he's no longer with the band. Mm. So it was a three-piece at one point. And he liked it. And he was like, "This if they uh, had more... Full instrument songs. He said they would sound a lot like MGMT to him.
0: Yeah. I guess
2: that too. But you listen to the full EP, right, Rob?
0: I okay. So I was doing and let's to it like intense focus. I had it almost yeah. like typing stuff up, but I I enjoyed the entire EP. It was it just felt very fresh and it is poppy, um but it, it's it's nice. It's not like too much of one thing. Mm-hmm. And you can just definitely like jam out to it, like just have it on and listen to it and enjoy it for what it is. But I think also I'm going to go back and listen to it again and actually give it a full on like what's going on here, what is being said. Cause I didn't watch the music video. I have it on playing right now without the video, but it's, it's very fun. It's very lighthearted kind of like feeling going on with it. And that's kind of how the, the vibe I got from the, the album, not to mention the name is very food esque. Um, Sunday brunch. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's, I saw the, the image for it when I first clicked on it on Spotify. I'm like, okay, I can, be, I can get down with this. <laughs> This is a very, you know, silly kind of thing going on, um, and I kind of agree with what uh, what uh, I think either I think you said or Eddie said about being M- like MGMT. I definitely got that kind of like that theme from it, where it's very pop pop heavy, but it is got a little bit more like I don't know soul behind it. So I, yeah. I enjoyed it. it was, I thought it was cool. I had, I wish there was more music with this. That a little more like attempt at being different.
2: Yeah, I liked how each song had like its own kind of feel to it on the mm-hmm. EP the Mm. first song was very like synth heavy and yes poppy and then the next one is caught up and that's more of like a full band kind of song yeah and then it goes back to we've got soul yeah we've got soul right Mm -hmm. yeah and that's another more like full band type song and then it's miss monogamy and again more synth poppy kind of song it's I don't know. I think the variety is cool, especially with just a seven-song EP. It really shows exactly what they can do with it. And I know that they're already writing for their first, f- first full-length album when this EP came out a little over a month ago. I just saw cool music and I wanted to talk about it because I feel like in this podcast we haven't talked about music in a long time. No, we yeah. have not. Yeah. So I wanted to bring that back.
1: Yeah, And it's nice that it's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that it's not like... Some metal band Exactly Only you and Eddie listen to Carlos falls asleep during the conversation
2: That's why I was like <laughs> It <laughs> literally happened once I think I believe I, it I was like I think we could all get something out of this I was like yeah. let's listen
1: I added it to my seasonal playlist
2: Yeah That song's so catchy And then another band I saw this band on Spotify Just like my weekly discovery It's the Chinese Football Which Rob didn't listen to Because he fucking sucks
0: Uh, Basically, that's the gist of it.
2: And then I listened to the EP they put out in 2017, and then Britney listened to their full length they put out in 2016. So...
1: We have a very well-rounded opinion, (laughs) I think.
2: (laughs) When I first listened to the song, I think it was Electric Girl. I'll double-check that. Um, I didn't know if they were singing in Chinese at first.
1: They're singing in Chinese. Yeah,
2: because at first I just thought it was indie indie band mumbling and singing like in weird tones and i was like i finally listened to the full ap and i was like no yeah they're definitely a chinese band and mm-hmm. they're singing in chinese i was like this is actually really cool
1: yeah it sounded like american football if they were chinese and less sad
2: chinese football exactly <laughs> <laughs> they reminded me of maybe like early title fight which i know you haven't really listened to no. maybe early title fight mixed with like a citizen almost just kind of mm-hmm. chill indie, a little poppier just mm-hmm. cool guitar work, and the vocals are just kind of like a nice addition to oh yeah, the, the music. Oh, the guitars were the best part. Yeah.
1: They're like really talented.
2: Yeah. And, like, the vocals didn't seem to be the focus, which I really liked. It just very much seemed to be, like, another just instrument. A little shoegazy. Yeah. Just kind of, like, there to add on to it. So, I like those. I wish they had come out this year, yeah. but they have not. But there, there will be links to both of these EPs and the music video, so you can eat breakfast
1: (laughs) i listened to the album on my way to work one morning and it was really nice yeah i think like didn't like put me to sleep but it was chill where like i genuinely enjoyed my drive and i hate driving so
2: yeah the ep is only four songs and they're like four or five minutes long each so
1: Mm -hmm. the album's like 13 songs
2: but they're those are shorter songs there's music check out the links go listen to the used (laughs) bands because both of them are pretty small like the chapel music video only had fifty thousand views and like Chinese football, most of their stuff had maybe a hundred thousand, a couple hundred thousand for their popular song.
1: You filthy hipster.
2: Hey, blame Spotify in the gym. Yeah. I I didn't go <laughs> seek this stuff out. It just came to me. It found you. Cody, Cody, <laughs> it's okay. It's You have to lie. I can it's come fine. out of the hipster closet. Yeah. Yeah, that's right.
0: That's right. You guys live near a fancy coffee shop now. It's It's all going to be okay. Hey, shut up.
2: Hey, so for serious though, try the bourbon vanilla latte. It's really good. Cool. I what? worry we keep talking about stuff that's right next to our apartment and people are going to like pinpoint.
1: We're not going to name it. Where latte? we? Live.
0: Yeah. Huh? Bourbon, bourbon vanilla.
1: Ooh, I'm going there tomorrow it's, before my meeting. And then
0: there's a, another one. I forgot what it was. It's pretty tasty.
1: Sorry. You can edit this out. You're talking about mothership, right? yeah okay because mothership and sunrise are both like within basically walking distance
2: i would not walk to sunrise you you walk to sunrise you're a crazy person you would not walk to sunrise people in vegas cannot drive for shit a lot further it's
1: just down sunset but it's like it's way pretty it's like two
0: miles (laughs) at least two miles actually i
1: ran five miles on the elliptical today so yeah
2: inside air conditioning (laughs) (laughs) not smelling the office not smelling exhaust fumes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, there's buses stop on the right side, so... Mm-hmm.
1: Whatever. Anyway. Close to <laughs> the house.
0: Whatever. Yeah, close-ish. There we
2: go. Okay, uh, the Oscar nominees came out last week, shortly after we recorded, I believe, of course. I believe that's the case. And I'm not surprised by any of the...
1: No, I'm never surprised. Yeah. no. I mean, Get
2: out, always it's cool people. seeing Get Out and Dunkirk on here because I feel like those are much more commercial-esque movies not artsy type movies
1: mm. i would argue dunkirk is a little more on the artsy side but not like oscar bait artsy
2: yeah i just right i just don't see christopher nolan as the oscar-esque like when they got oscar winning movies i don't mm-hmm. think of his line of work you know
1: i feel like some of his have won like i know inception nominated. was
2: nominated for best yeah. picture and then i think interstellar may have gotten like a
1: yeah, Interstellar was definitely... Probably
2: one for like special effects and stuff, but yeah. Best Picture in general, yeah. I don't know if he's ever won something like no. that. His, his movies always just seem like good quality movies. Oh,
1: yeah. Just uh, Memento was nominated for Best Original Screenplay. Oh, yeah. Uh, Inception mm-hmm. was nominated for Best Picture and Best Original Screenplay. And now Dunkirk was nominated for Best Picture and Best Director.
0: And the same three were... were thrown up there for the Golden Globes. So. I'm
1: surprised not more, because I feel like he consistently makes some of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So.
0: He knows what he's doing. And he's only 47, so like he's still got a lot of time left.
1: Oh, hell yeah.
0: Do you want to
2: go down the list or just kind of talk about the Of rest? every fucking category? Hell yeah. no. There's um, a couple. I mean, there's a lot of categories. Six. I would say Best Picture Lead Actor, Lead Actress. Well, supporting um, has a couple good ones, too. Yeah. Okay, so Best Picture, Lead Actor, Lead Actress, and then Best Supportings.
1: Yeah. So the main six.
2: Are those six? Best those six
1: Directors. There? there is one other thing I do want to talk about with this that can't be avoided. Okay. Okay, so what do you guys want to start with?
0: Picture. I'll do Picture. Okay. okay. So you got the Best Picture is Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, which is not a comedy, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread. The Post, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri.
2: Why don't you think it out as a comedy?
0: I don't think it's funny. I mean, it's, there's comical bits to it, but I know that was like a thing. It was categorized
2: as comedy. I don't think it's... It's a, f- a dark comedy. Mm-hmm. It's the. I think the comedy is this entire situation is fucked up. Like, why is this happening? I think there's humor in that.
0: Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I, I, don't, I don't see it as that being wrong I, just, I think it's more like a drama horror film than like a black comedy
1: TS motherfucking A <laughs> I
2: yeah I I never took it as horror like I don't think I was scared once throughout the movie I was
1: scared maybe like twice I was more uncomfortable most of the time mm-hmm.
0: okay, would you would you agree with a the thriller then yeah, yeah. thriller okay. but I just I, I would think it was a comedy
2: I would say thriller like Mostly thriller, and then comedy is like the other big genre that it falls under. Which one do you guys think is gonna win?
1: Which one won the Golden Globe?
2: Three Billboards.
1: Three Billboards won Golden Globe. I think The Shape of Water will win this one though.
2: Was it? Yeah, I think the shape. I think the no, no.
0: I think Ebbing won um, Golden Globe, but I think Britney's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shape's gonna win um, the Academy. Just it's more of a artsy kind of thing and I know the Academy oh, is very much about that kind of like circle jerk kind of thing. Has
2: Guillermo del Toro won before? I believe so. Because uh, to me uh, this is just Held like Held. another of his movies.
1: A lot of people are saying it's his best since Pan's Labyrinth.
2: Yeah. Which seems very much like uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, yeah. Pan's <laughs> and Hellboy.
1: Labyrinth was nominated for Best Original Screenplay and Best Foreign Language Film. Yeah, And that was his; those were his only Academy Award nominations.
2: Okay. Yeah, I mean, Hellboy and Blade don't really seem like the kind that would get nominated.
1: He's more of, like, an action-type movie.
2: I mean, when he wants to be. Yeah.
1: I I feel like that's what I know him for. Like, I mostly know him for Pacific Rim.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I
1: feel like that was one of his more popular movies in the last, like, decade.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mainstream, at least.
2: I I wouldn't be surprised if something like Call Me By Your Name or Lady Bird 1. Yeah. It would be cool for three billboards to win yeah but if it doesn't i wouldn't be surprised if it was shape of water yeah i wouldn't be either.
1: i think that movie is incredibly oscar-baiting
2: and i honestly think all of these movies are pretty good nominations yeah oh, yeah. I, I haven't seen it's them one all. of the few where i'm like yeah i haven't either but i've seen trailers and stuff and i've seen people talking about them and just the general praise everything is getting like mm-hmm. yeah like They they did good. Mm -hmm. There's some good commercial ones with Dunkirk and Get Out. And then the artsy ones with Lady Bird and Call Me By Your Name and Shape of Water. And then the serious ones with The Post. I would be surprised. adaptations. Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, just the adaptations.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Dunkirk does not win. Or Darkest Hour doesn't win. Not because they're bad or anything. But I think just the other ones have a better overall kind of vibe to them. Those two are very war-centric. I think people are kind of tired of the the war genre.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, but again, it's the Academy voting, so it's not really like what you I or anybody else thinks.
1: I think it's the only, it's the first like list of nominations in the previous few years that I'm actually like, okay, yeah, I, I could see how all of those were got nominated. Yeah. Like some of them, I was just like, this is stupid, this is a dumb movie. But no, it's solid. I usually don't care about the Oscars.
2: Yeah, I don't really care, but yeah. interesting to talk about actor in a leading role. We got Timothy Chalamet I don't know How to say his name (laughs) In Call Me By Your Name Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis In Phantom Thread
1: His last role Uh,
2: (laughs) Daniel Kaluuya In Get Out Gary Oldman In Darkest Hour And then Denzel Washington In Roman J. Israel Esquire Uh, It's gonna be Daniel Day-Lewis Oh yeah Come on I don't know I've
0: heard some uh, Talk about Gary Oldman Being uh,
2: Yeah he's good too But Just Daniel Day-Lewis I, mean, I feel
1: like people will be pissed if Daniel Day Lewis doesn't win during his last that's Oscar such a dumb year. Thing, though.
2: That's a dumb reason to. I know, have but it's the Oscars. Win. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just think I wouldn't be
1: surprised if they did it just for that reason.
2: I just know he's a great actor and he's oh, yeah. very adaptive. Like,
1: I wouldn't be mad because I do like Daniel Day Lewis, mm. but I know that's probably what's yeah. gonna happen.
2: It'd be, I think, the internet would fucking lose its mind if. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya won though. Oh, yeah, oh
1: I'd be sure. so excited.
2: Like, people wouldn't know what to do with that shit. <laughs> uh,
0: think about what that means for, like, fucking Jordan Peele though.
1: Dude, I mean, like, this is his first, like, feature film mm-hmm. and it's getting nominated for Academy Awards and
2: Golden Globes. When it
1: didn't even come out in, like, Oscar season. Yeah. It came out in the beginning of the year. Which, which
0: I need, that needs to be discussed. Oscar season?
1: That is such a ridiculous concept
0: that exists. I don't it's understand. A thing, it. it doesn't make sense. Like, why. Ugh.
1: If your movie is released like November to January, you're probably gonna get an Oscar nomination because it's
2: fresher in people's minds. Mm-hmm. So
0: dumb! Like quality but movies should not have to be released at a certain period just to get awards. They should be. I mean, on their own merits. I
1: think that speaks to how good Get Out was. Then yeah, that is being that
2: ba- very, and very true. It, very true. And if it wins, then it, it maybe it can finally break that precedent. But probably it's it not won't. gonna win. But if it does, if it does, if, if it, it does, it does <laughs> it's
1: gonna be like how old people reacted when Leonardo DiCaprio finally won his Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Which, what movie was that for? Uh, the
2: remnants. Revenant.": Revenants.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: that's right. right.
2: Revenant, not Remnant.
0: Rev Rev re, The
2: Weber. Reb, re, re, <laughs> yeah.
1: Actor in a supporting role? Yeah. Yes. Willem Dafoe, The Florida Project. Woody Harrelson, Three Billboards. Richard Jenkins, The Shape of Water. Christopher Plummer, All the Money in the World. Sam Rockwell, Three Billboards. I think it's cool that two supporting actors from Three Billboards were nominated because they both deserved it.
2: Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be Sam Rockwell. I certainly you hope think so. think he's going to win? Probably. Woody Harrison is he also did a great job, I just think. Oh, yeah. So much of the script was dedicated to Sam Rockwell's character, mm-hmm. whether it be directly or indirectly. Like I think it's probably just going to go to him.
0: Yeah, True. However, I think... For the screen time that Woody Harrelson had, spoilers, he did a phenomenal job of exuding the emotion of his character. Um, I, and, yeah. and I think better than Sam Rockwell. And I like Sam Rockwell a lot, but I think Woody Harrelson did a better job with his character in, in giving, uh, evoking emotions than Sam Rockwell did. Yeah,
1: My favorite part of his role exactly was the first thing you see in the movie are the billboards and you think, oh, Chief Willoughby must be a dick. Mm-hmm. And then you like meet Woody Harrelson's character, and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm really empathetic towards him, and he's doing a great job of being a sympathetic character." Mm-hmm. And so, he's not a dick. <laughs> that was the biggest shock of yeah. the movie for me. Well,
0: well, not the biggest shock.
1: Well, the biggest
2: issue I had with his character, though, is uh, again spoilers. His last scene with his wife, when they were talking about the sex. Oh yeah, like, that was weird. Oh but that's god, the cringe! That like was the writing. But fuck, I. I like, hated that scene. <laughs> Because Sam Rockwell didn't have a scene like that, I would rather him get it. Yeah. Because that scene, I just was watching I was like, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> I could see that, but I don't know. That, that didn't bother me as much.
1: Because it's the only movie I've seen on the list in this category, Like, I'd like to yeah. see either of them win.
2: Yeah, we're kind of biased, but... Definitely yeah. biased.
1: But I want to talk about the fact that Christopher Plummer got nominated when he took over kevin spacey's role and filmed all of his scenes in like a matter of weeks oh that's cool before the movie got released Huh. and i well, want to know like did he do that amazing of a job or they're just like hey, he pulled you. off the impossible <laughs> well i, I think, think for the
2: cool. most part filming is one of the shorter parts of making the movie a lot of it's like the post-production and yeah. stuff like that
1: and he's an experienced actor but right
2: so i think it was very easy for him to just like go in, get the script and just fucking Blaster because he knew he had a deadline mm-hmm. and he's talented and like he knows what he needs to do. And so he just went in, did the role and like, there you go. Like finished the movie.
1: Yeah. So reshoots with Plummer began on November 20th and ended on the 29th.
2: Damn. Jesus.
1: And then. The was he that was big of a character? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the movie. was the supporting actor. The oh, second okay. lead. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And the film was released on December 18th.
2: Jeez, oh, yeah, they're definitely giving him that nomination. Like, oh, wait, hey, no,
1: December twenty fifth, wide release. Yeah, yeah, but, but also Christopher was Plummer
0: done. is super talented.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think just all of this combined, they're like, hey, good job. Like, you get a nomination. You did good. Mm-hmm. You were not just a good actor, but you were just good in your profession in general. Not just what you did on screen, but off screen.
1: Yeah, and Christopher Plummer is I. Th- find him phenomenal. So I just wanted to talk about Christopher Plummer for a second, because I think that's really cool.
2: Yeah, I didn't know they filmed that quickly. That's really Mm -hmm. cool of him.
1: I mean, he's 88. He's an experienced actor. (laughs) Good job, dude. Yeah. All right. Best actress?
0: Best actress in the lead... Sorry. Yeah. Best actress in the leading role. Sally Hawkins, The Shape of Water. Francis McDormand, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Margot Robbie, I, Tonya. I think it's, say, Rose... Cer- Sayorsi. Sayorsi. Say Thank you. Sayorsi Ronan. Really? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Look, that looks correct. Say also Ronan in Ladybird and
2: Meryl Streep in The Post. I swear if it's Meryl Streep, please don't.
1: I will riot if it's Meryl Streep <laughs> she, again. I think she gets. So- she has enough Oscars for a lifetime. And like. she
2: gets the softball. Like, here you go. Like, here's probably an Oscar. Why wasn't Tom Hanks nominated? Like,
1: yeah.
2: He was in the same. He was the lead actor in the same movie. I just think it's because it's Meryl Streep. They're like, yeah. yep. You're nominated. If you're in a movie this year, yeah, you get nominated.
1: Mm-hmm. They can't not nominate Meryl Streep.
2: I think it would be awesome if Margot Robbie won. Because I, Tonya is definitely not an Oscar movie.
1: Oh, no. And it's a I, straight up comedy. and
2: I think the story is fucking crazy. And I really want to see this movie. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be great if a movie like I, Tonya got an Oscar for it.
1: Yeah. I don't think it will happen. But what if? I think it will come down to Sally Hawkins and Meryl Streep.
2: You don't think Francis McNorman?
1: I mean, I personally want her to win. I think she's phenomenal, but I think Sally Hawkins and Meryl Streep are the Oscar babes. Right <laughs> did now, so.
2: Frances McDormand win the Golden Globe or no?
1: I don't believe so. The Golden Globe? I don't. Okay. Think
2: so. I mean, yeah. Again, this is another category. We've only seen one movie. I know Tyler really liked Lady Bird, and Tyler you really, loves
1: and
2: Lady you Bird. really like the lead actress's role. So. Frances
1: McDormand did win the Golden Globe.
2: Did she? Well, well, yep. well.
0: Was she up against Meryl Streep though?
1: Uh, I'm gonna look. I don't know. Okay. Sorry.
2: Do you have any feelings either way, Rob, on this category?
0: Not really. I I enjoyed Frances McDormand's pick, like range and like emotion in the film. I thought she did a really good job. But I I'm not gonna say any one person, having not seen all of them, is gonna win it. However, yeah. it's very likely that Meryl Streep's gonna win it because over the course of like 40 years, she's won an award at least once every other year.
2: Yeah, so she's probably gonna take it. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. It would be a huge upset if Sarah, uh, C- however you say her name, Miss C- Ronnie. C- mm-hmm. Yeah, if she wins it, that would be a huge upset. Um, I think that'd be if cool. She's so young, but yeah, yeah. yeah. that's still either way. It, being nominated, super cool. Uh,
1: Frances McDormand won over Jessica Chastain, Sally Ooh, Hawkins, wow. Meryl Streep, Michelle Williams. I just looked it up too. Dang
2: dog, yeah. Look at her. So she could. She has a chance.
1: She has a chance, and. Uh-huh. I will be very, very happy if she wins because I think she's very great.
0: For the record, Golden Globe for Best Actress in a Motion Picture Drama, fourteen times for Meryl Streep. Jeez. Eight, t- yeah. eight more times than the next closest uh, competitors. So, so there's that.
1: She's not a bad actress. No, no, no. Tired of her winning.
0: Yeah. All right, we get it. Stop you can act. It.
1: Yeah. God. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Actress in a supporting role. We got Mary J liege yeah mudbound <laughs> allison Janney i leslie manville phantom thread laurie Metcalf, ladybird and octavia spencer the shape of water so i haven't seen a single movie in this category i have not either so i i, I don't have anything to say about it no, i don't either that's why i was like i don't I know i think
1: it's anyone's game but i feel like it'll be octavia spencer She's an Oscar darling.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's Shape of Water. Why do you very... keep laughing
1: when I say that? Because it's just
0: a funny phrase.
1: It's a thing. Like, yeah, I but know. it's just such
2: a ridiculous But it's a thing. thing. Yeah, like, it's just... I'm aware. It's ridiculous. just a I know. Yeah. And the final one, Best Director?
1: No, we don't have to. It's just Christopher Nolan, Jordan Peele, Greta Gerwig, Paul Thomas Anderson, Guillermo Del Toro.
2: If Shape of Water doesn't win Best Picture, he'll probably win directing yeah yeah i think this movie is not going to walk out of here without at least one win if it does that'd be shocking but yeah. it's probably going to get a couple
1: because it had the most nominations
2: yeah so just law of averages like yeah if it got nominated so much it's probably going to win one of these yeah but if jordan peel though
1: <laughs> that'd be cool
2: <laughs> keep coming back to it if they win oscar like mm-hmm. internet's gonna lose their mind yep because has a african-american ever won
0: best Probably. director he is the really? first for debut um getting a nomination of the black
2: actor uh, black actor black director
1: there have been five nominations but no wins for a black director
2: look at that he could be the first uh
1: john singleton was the first for boys in the hood uh lee daniels for precious
2: oh, okay steve
1: yeah. mcqueen for 12 years a slave yeah. barry jenkins for moonlight and now jordan pale for get out
2: okay very serious movies except for the first and the last.
1: And Greta Gerwig is actually the fifth woman to be nominated as well. Just woman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Catherine Bigelow is still the only woman to ever win an Academy Award for Best Director.
2: So I think it's a very diverse year and
1: it's cool. Yeah. The one last thing I wanted to talk about is Boss Baby was nominated Mm -hmm. for Best Mm -hmm. Animated Mm -hmm. Film. Mm (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Which I mean, the internet had its things to say I'm okay about with, I'm that okay with it. did you watch Boss Baby?
2: I've
0: watched parts of it I watched all the way through, but like it's no
2: cocoa, so
0: <laughs> let's be clear.
2: But, Is that on the d v d box <laughs> yeah literally it's sticker no on, coco. on,
0: on, on it. it says this isn't this isn't Pixar, this ain't no cocoa um, but
1: I, it's, I think
0: people should be more upset that uh you know, Paddington Bears. Doing so well.
1: Not nominated. <laughs> that's,
0: not, that's really a not
2: nominated. That's really upset. It, <laughs> it came out in 2018. That's 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 what Whatever. I hey, you said it was <laughs> November to January. Wait until wait until next year.
1: What I'm surprised <laughs> about because I thought this was super like an Oscar bait movie was the Greatest Showman didn't get any like major nominations. Yeah. Like maybe the they usually wasn't eat great. up these musicals that come out later in the year. Mm-hmm. It was only nominated for best original song, I think. I don't know. I thought that was interesting.
2: But I saw in the Reddit thread where they were tearing Boss Baby a new one that when it comes to the best animated feature, a lot of the people on the Academy just pick whatever their kids watched and liked. Like, they literally asked their kids what movie they liked the best, and that's what they put hmm. in the animated feature category. That's so, really interesting. So this category is literally a joke. Yeah. Like, they put no thought into it. They're like, my kid liked Boss Baby, so it's it's the best.
1: I just saw Logan was nominated
2: yeah best adapted screenplay I not know that yeah that's cool I think it might be no it's not the first comic book movie because I think Avengers got nominated or something probably best but but it's best
0: cinematography or something else yeah like something it's something like that yeah, something it's really cool
2: nominated. to see it get nominated for something other than like costume design like Suicide yeah. Squad it's like the writing the screenplay like they're mm-hmm. acknowledging like yeah this is a good story and you did a good job making it into a movie so I wouldn't be surprised if that one actually wins like I think that one has a shot. Wait, which one? Logan. Logan. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I think so. For best adapted screenplay.
1: It is against Call Me by Your Name, The Disaster Artist, Molly's Game, and Mudbound, though.
2: Yeah, but James Franco's bad. We don't like James Franco anymore.
1: Who doesn't like James Franco? Every, the
2: Academy.
0: Everybody, because it's James. Everybody. Malin hates him but too. He's, it,
1: well, he's not even in. He didn't write it. He didn't write the movie.
2: It's yeah, but James Franco is involved. Yeah. No. It's because there's, like, allegations against him now, so no one likes him. I mean,
1: there from. were years ago. Huh? There were years ago. They
2: resurfaced again. Yeah. So of course they did. James Franco, no. When it's we convenient. Don't, we don't like James Franco. Is that it? Thank oh, you got to talk about?
0: There's I directing. So.
2: We you did directing. Okay. That's
0: no, right. You just did it. Sorry. <laughs> JK. A <at> <laughs> oh, little brain fart there. Apologize.
2: Yeah, it's an interesting Oscars. I think it'll be... I'm not going to watch it. Obviously, I'm never going to watch it. But. <laughs> yeah, I
1: was like, my important question is, will any of us watch the Oscars? No. If
0: it's live streamed and I'm on the computer when it's on, maybe.
2: But this year, I'm genuinely interested to see the results. Yes. Whereas at the Golden Globes, it was like I was just hit in the face with the results. I was like, oh, those are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Or Z's. I'm like, okay, I want to see what happens.
1: Yeah. 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 After award shows, I usually will watch like highlights or the monologue. And then they'll look at the results.
2: Yeah, same. I wait to see what people start talking about, and then I watch those scenes of yeah. the Oscars. Hmm. Okay. I mean, is that is that it for the episode? You guys okay with wrapping? I know you wanted to talk about three billboards, Rob. I just don't want to go too long.
0: Yeah, I've just I mean, it was good.
2: <laughs> I it mean, was good. Do you want to do in person next week with Tyler? Maybe mm, talk about it then.
0: Maybe I have a little more free time next week, so yeah, th- we could do that. Because did he just watch it?
2: Uh, no, but he's watched it. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, that, that works things. for me. Yeah.
2: And he likes movies, so I'm sure he'd be down. <laughs> yeah. I like the movies.
0: The um. The, the okay. Pictures. I mean,
2: if that's it, that's it, right? Yeah. You guys got nothing else? Yeah. Okay. So that's episode 130. Oh yeah, we didn't do anything special for this. We didn't even fucking play chess. Holy shit! We just totally <laughs> forgot to like start playing. Oh, that's really funny. Oh my god, no! Because I was staring at the chessboard and I was about to start moving, and we hadn't start recording yet, mm-hmm. and so I didn't want to start playing before the recording started. And then, like, I switched my tab or something, and then I just didn't get a notification. Yep. <laughs> I didn't say
0: anything. I was going to say something at the very end, but...
2: God damn it, Rob. Why didn't you tell me?
0: It's a draw. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fuck. It's much easier to play chess and talk in person as yeah, opposed to online. More mindless. More mindless than there's, like, a physical reminder right in front of you. So, yeah, we didn't do anything special for this episode 130. Uh, we might do something soon, though. I just honestly... It, one thirty kind of crept up on me, and I didn't really think about what we could do differently for the ten episodes, but maybe some episodes soon uh, rate us on iTunes, rate us on whatever thing you listen to. tell your dog, pet your dog
0: send us a handwritten rating if you want
2: yeah i'll I'll frame that and put it up on mm-hmm. my wall exactly. um, Tell your neighbor, tell your classmates
0: tell any uh, trash pandas that live around you. They like podcasts. Tell your bus driver. That's right. Tell
2: your your nearest Academy Award member. Do you got anything, Brett? No?
1: (laughs) I really need to cough right now.
0: Tell, Tell the Chinese hackers to check it out.
1: Tell them to fuck off.